Welcome to session of season two, Triple M Family. It's your girl, Ray Scotty. And Dr. Burns. Thank you all for pressing play and listening to us and joining our journey to help promote the advancement and awareness of mental health care in our Black community. This is our season two finale. And in our season, we're doing a mid-year self-evaluation. So keep listening as we discuss how you can review goals previously set, identify new goals that need to be added to the list, and make plans to achieve those old and those new goals, all while maintaining your mental health. So coming from an article, according to a study in 2015 done by psychologist Gail Matthews, People who write down their goals are more likely to achieve them than people who plan them in their heads. Hmm, What do you think about that? I would say I have not been in the habit of writing down my goals. Mm -hmm. But then I think about, sometimes I do write them out on social media, so. I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like that's a generalizable statement because I don't write down my goals and maybe I I should, I don't know, but I feel like, you know, I'm pretty successful with the things that I have set for myself. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe it could go either way, like you said. Just depends on the type of person, I guess. So our first question, would you recommend writing down your goals? Let's say you're meeting with a client would you recommend to them to write down their goals so coming a person-centered approach it would always depend on what the client needs in that moment and what type of client they are so Mm -hmm. that struggles with things like time management and organization and things of that nature, then I'll probably suggest, let's try writing out your goals and see how that makes a change or if that makes a difference. If- Yeah, I would say writing it down is important, but the first step is to even set goals. Mm -hmm. So, coming in therapy, um, some people have an idea of what they want to talk about. Other people don't have an idea of their reason of being there, the end goal of um, why they are there. Mm -hmm. So setting goals in general is something that I would talk to them about and see how they want to go about um, remembering and what's going to help them to actually get motivated. So some people may need to write down those goals and see them visually. What kind of learner are you is um, what I take into account as well. Maybe you need to hear it spoken to you. Like I have a reminder set for some things in my phone. Maybe that's helpful for you. Yeah. But uh, like you said, person-centered, depending on what the person needs and what is the ultimate goal. Sometimes some goals are much longer, so it may not be helpful to see it written down because it may like deter the client. But for others, it may be helpful to see those short-term goals written down. Yeah. Do you think there's a such thing as being too goal oriented? Yes. 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 (laughs) Because it can become so stressful 
anxiety producing when you don't accomplish the goal it can set off a whole bunch of different things uh, within your mental health if you are too goal oriented and that depends on what goals you set how you measure those goals how you celebrate your achievement but yes there can be too much um, goal oriented that you're only focused and narrow focused on achieving one thing Right. So my answer is double yes or triple yes. What about you? Yeah, I think that I agree. I think that some people can get way too goal-oriented and it's kind of like um, experiencing shame or lack of success or worried about experiencing lack of success if they don't reach the goals that they set for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to frame goals as kind of like a... Um, a roadmap or, or something to guide me through the next few months, like setting little milestones for myself to gauge my progress, not really something that is like make or break. Um, so it's something that I would like to achieve. And if I don't achieve it, then I look at what um, impeded my ability to, to achieve the goal and there to see like what I could do differently. Um, but I don't like to set unachievable goals um and beat myself up about it if i don't meet that goal that i set because that's they can yeah. be sometimes right and that's a good thing that you mentioned that some goals can be unrealistic and many times a lot of us we have trouble um expressing to other people or we don't want to talk about the goals that we set because we're afraid that we won't accomplish them, but it's also helpful to share some of your goals with like-minded people that may have similar goals, and that can be um, helpful in deciding if those goals are achievable. And you know, um, what's different or what's achievable for one person may not be for another person, but it's helpful to gauge where you are and um, deciding if that is achievable or not. Right. So our next question on the other side of things, for clients that may have trouble um, sticking to the goals that they have set, how would you recommend they go about changing things? I think that I would look at the type of goal that they set and kind of what we've just mentioned, asking them, are these things realistic? Is this something that is achievable within the we've set? Um, and then look at the circumstances that are going on in their life. So mm-hmm. what is contributing to um, either your ability to reach this goal or your lack of ability to reach this goal? So something's got to be going on, um, whether that is lack of motivation or mm-hmm. life or your job so we have to look at what is in the environment that's contributing to um your abilities to meet the goal or to not meet the goal so basically self-reflection what about you what do you think yeah i definitely recommend um like you said that self-reflection and also looking at the start what is your motivation what is the reason behind you setting this goal why is this a goal that you want to achieve and sometimes when the reason for the goal is not internal 
or when the um, reason for the goal is not recognized, then you may have trouble keeping or sticking to achieving that goal. So let's say, for example, you really want to get out there and um, lose weight, go to the gym more. Right. And you just have not been going. You told yourself you were going to go three times a week, but you haven't. So what's your motivation for going in the first place? Why did you decide this is something that you wanted to change? And then, like you said, look at what reasons do I have for not going? Right. And try to change those reasons. But the first step, I would say, is to find out your motivation for wanting to achieve that goal. Absolutely. Yeah. So our next question, which kind of goes perfectly with what we've already been talking about is what is the best way to set goals? What do you think is the best way to go about setting a goal? I would say be detailed as possible. Mm -hmm. So what is it that you want to achieve and how are you going to go about achieving that? So you're going to look at breaking that down. You're saying you want to lose weight. How are you going to do that? Go to the gym those three days a week. Be more specific when you say three days a week. I'm going Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. What time am I going to go? Is there going to be anybody that's going with me? You know, when I go to the gym, what am I going to be doing there? But you could be going to the gym and just looking at other people or could be on the treadmill for that whole hour that you're at the gym. And what progress is that really making? So being very specific and detailed when it comes to achieving that goal. And that could also mean breaking down your goals. So you want to graduate or you want to get your bachelor's degree. It's going to take a whole bunch of classes for you to achieve that bachelor's degree, but you got to break it down and make it make sense to you and make it more reasonable. Right. No, and I like that you brought in the specificity component because when you are setting goals, it's very important to be specific um, and detailed. So I like to use an acronym called SMART, S-M-R-T, SMART Goals. And that stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals. So starting with what you said, Burns, about being very specific about what it is that you want to achieve. Is this something that is measurable? Something that you can look at and say, from May the 1st, I was at this level. On May 31st, now I'm here. So something where you can look and see Um, progress levels Um, assess yourself to see where you're at the third one which is the a achievable is this something that you can achieve if i set a goal right now that says i'm to go to the moon that's probably not achievable right now for me i have no background in science in terms of like with nasa um space no training nothing so that's not and I don't really even something. say NASA has plans to go to the moon anytime soon. Okay, <laughs> so you have to look at what is achievable. You have to be realistic when you're setting your goals. So don't set yourself up for failure. Um, 
the R is for relevance. Is this relevant to your life, relevant to what is going on in your life, relevant to what you want to be doing five, six weeks from now, six months from now, one year from now, five years from now? Will this still be relevant five years from now, one year from now, ETC? So really think about the goal that you're setting. Don't just set things because it, it feels good or it's the new year and you're going to set yourself up to lose 50 pounds in two months that's not really realistic it's not going it's measurable yes um is it specific yes but it's not achievable and and you don't even know if that's relevant to your life and then time bound set yourself what you mentioned earlier burns um a time limit how long do you want to give yourself to reach this goal so if i use the losing 50 pounds in two months that's not really realistic um you would want to really think about an appropriate amount of time to give yourself to reach the goal that you're setting. Otherwise, you're going to continue to feel like I can't reach this goal um, and that'll start impacting how you think about yourself, self-esteem, self-worth, confidence, all of those good things that we want to keep up and high and keep those levels of self-esteem and worthiness up. And I'm thinking when you were saying achievable, it's okay to set a goal and it doesn't have to be landing on the moon. So mm -hmm. setting a small goal and then increasing that goal once you achieve mm -hmm. that small goal can really um, impact your confidence and your belief in your own ability. Yeah. So the next question Act for someone who did not meet that full goal, but they reached part of it. Should they wait till they reach the full goal to celebrate? Or would you recommend that they celebrate now? Um, I'm all about what feels good to that person, what feels right. So if you set a goal and you made some progress and you feel like celebrating by all means go ahead and celebrate the accomplishments that you have made um if you are someone who wants to wait until you meet the full accomplishment or meet that full goal achieve that full goal and you want to wait that's your prerogative however i personally like to acknowledge the progress that has been made um, so I think that celebrating small steps, milestones, whatever it is, go ahead and celebrate that. You don't know how long you're going to be here. So celebrate what you have achieved. That's exactly what I was about to say. Tomorrow is not promised. So I'm not going to wait to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate today. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking in general, just like people, like some um, bachelor's programs, they have it built in where you um, obtain an associate while you're on your journey to your bachelor. So mm -hmm. I know a couple people in programs like this. So I'm telling them, go to that graduation and um, get your associates while you're still working, working on your bachelor's. Yes, Celebrate that half of that accomplishment because you're 50% there. So celebrate while you can, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. And you work hard to achieve that, so show out. Absolutely. I definitely agree. 
Definitely agree. So our last discussion question is, how can I hold myself accountable? Because we know goals and accountability go hand in hand. So what do you think? What are your recommendations for holding yourself accountable? It's a few different ways that you can hold yourself accountable. One of the ways that a lot of people that I mentioned earlier don't like doing is sharing the goal that they set with other people, with people around you that you know are gonna motivate you, that have similar goals that are going to remind you when you don't go to the gym, they're gonna ask where you are. When you spend money outside of your budget, when you're trying to save, they're gonna remind you that I thought you were saving. Mm-hmm. So talk to other people with similar minds or even if they have different goals, talk to someone that will remind you not to stray from your path or will motivate you to get back on that path when you fall off. That's one of my biggest recommendations. Yes, yes. So like getting yourself an accountability partner. Yeah. So holding yourself accountable. I I would agree finding someone that you can trust that will hold you accountable. I would also say be cautious of who you share your goals with sometimes. Because while there are benefits, I also think that there are some cons because you have people that are just waiting for your failure, waiting to see um, if you're going to actually do it or not. So sometimes you just have to pick and choose who you have the idea of having a good Yes, not your whole Facebook, not your Facebook friend. Right, yeah. Um, Other than that, I think it is okay to have like a, a gold journal. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you're already writing your goals down, then go back and look and see where you are. Keep up with your progress. So like the example of from May 1st to May 31st, go back to day one to see where you were with whatever the goal that you set was to the day that you are currently at and see where have I improved, assess yourself, see what you need to do to continue to reach the goal. Um, I also think you can take these goals to your therapist. So if we're promoting therapy, right, in the black community, Mm -hmm. going to therapy is a great place to set some life goals, to review progress with your therapist, with someone that's non-judgmental, that doesn't Mm -hmm. have a dog in the fight, that can give you uh, ways to motivate yourself, help you reflect on what your life would be like if you reach the goal, what your life would be like if you don't reach the goal. So many different options, Um, accountability partner, a gold journal, therapist, someone you can talk to, all those things would be great for accountability. Yes. So my takeaway from this session mm-hmm. is it's time to reflect and there is no wrong time to reflect. So you don't have to wait to June. You don't have to wait to December, but it is time for reflection and there's no wrong time for it. So look at the goals that you have set. Look at where you want to be. Are you achieving those? Do you need to set new ones? And get some sense of accountability, whether it's your therapist, whether it's that journal, whether it's your close friend. Get someone, get something that can hold you accountable and find your motivation. What's your takeaway from this session? Um, My takeaway is probably um, to, 
identify SMART goals, if we go back mm-hmm. to the acronym. Um, so making sure realistic, achievable goals. Um, we all think, oh, you know, setting a goal that's easier, like the first of the year, we're setting um, these New Year's resolutions. Half the time they're not really achievable. And that's probably why a lot of people give up on them before January's even over. So really looking at what you are setting yourself up for. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are prepared to actually put in the effort to reach the goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are very important things to think about. Very yeah. important. So before getting into this month's challenge, we're going to do an accountability check. Our final one for the season. Yes, the final one for the season. Um, last month, we challenged the listeners to sit down with a mother, an expecting mother or an aspiring mother in, in their life and ask them what you could do to help them. So let us know if you did that and what that was like and share that with us. If you haven't already, we still want to hear what that experience was like for you. So this much challenge and our, again, final one for the season, we want to challenge you guys to evaluate the goals that you have set for yourself. Where are you in achieving those? Do you need to reset those goals or have you already achieved some of them and need to celebrate and then set some new ones? So message us on one of our social media pages at Melanated and Misguided and we'll anonymously share the goals that you've achieved or those that you're still working on. We can't wait to hear how you're continuing to elevate your life. Okay, so as we go on and get ready to wrap up, we're going to recommend a local Black therapist. And so this month's recommendation is in New York, New York. He goes by the name Jonathan Matias Lassiter. And his specialties include racial identity, relationship issues, chronic illness, and life coaching. And Jonathan is licensed in New York State and Georgia. And Jonathan offers easily accessible um, virtual sessions. And his office is easily accessible from Lower Manhattan and West Village if you are located in New York. If not, and you are in Georgia, you can receive a virtual session. And a phone number to reach Jonathan is 437-686-8245. So, we've come to the end of season two of Medicine for the Melanated and Misguided. But before we go, we'd like to share that this will also be the last episode for Ray Scotty as a co-host for some time. So she's taking next school year to complete her dissertation. Yes, we're gonna have Dr. Scotty next year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we will miss her, but next season we look forward to some exciting changes. Ray Scotty, is there anything that you would like to share or advice you would like to give to our listeners? Yes, um, so I am sad to be taking a step back from medicine misguided. I'll always be around, um, but for me, 
in this part of my life, I have to set a goal and I have set the goal to complete my dissertation by no later than August, 2024. Um, and so that is a very high goal. And yes, you're gonna achieve it. yes, I have set my smart goals. I know what I gotta do. I have to allocate my time in a way that really only allows me to spend my time researching my topic, um, working as a research assistant, and also working full time. So, um, with all those things in mind, that doesn't really leave any additional time. And so, I had to really look at my priorities. Um, so, I'm going to be sad, but I'm always going to be here. I'll pop in um from time to time and thank you burns again for having me as a co-host with you for the past two years past two seasons i really enjoyed it and i know i'll be back in the future so we want to thank everyone again for being a part of the triple m family don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with all of your loved ones if you don't already follow us Medicine for the Melanated and Misguided on Facebook and Instagram at Melanated and Misguided and on Twitter at Medicine for the MM so you can join in on our existing dialogues. Until next season. Take care.